Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set them up, my friend. Then I'll be gone. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. Episode number 10 coming your way. It is now November. Um, by the time you guys hear this, it will be November 7th. Um, today is election day. I hope you guys all did your civic duty and went out and voted. Um, Travis did not because he forgot to change his voters re- voter registration and Missouri stupid doesn't have same day voter registration, um, which is dumb because he just moved back to St. Louis. Anyway, um, I did I voted in my heart, voted in his heart. Um, <laughs> he, to be fair, he was educated. wasn't going to know what he was going to do. Just never got around to doing it. Um, anyway, um, with that being said, we had a punishment come my way, um, referred to us by our good friend Cyrus Miller. He cheesed out, Cyrus. I did cheese out. So, um, Mad Dog 2020 is not as easy to find in my neck of the woods in a rural town that I live in, as, as best as you would think. Um, it wasn't any liquor store in Bond's hair. Um, so, I ended up getting um, – also, I fucked up my back today, so I'm not feeling the greatest right now. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I forgot to say that earlier. I fucked up my back, so I have an icy hot patch on my back right now as I'm recording this. But anyway, Travis is probably going to get a video, a picture, whatever he's going to do to post. Um, I got a Steel Reserve Alloy Series Spiked Watermelon. Um, it's about the closest thing to bum wine that I could think of to get. Um, re- rattle this off to you. Um, it's 8% alcohol by volume. Like I said, Spiked Watermelon. Um, here's what they have to say about it. Brewed for extra gravity and exceptionally smooth flavor. My ass. So how's it go. taste? Oh, here it is. Here we go. That's the crack of the steel reserved spiked watermelon. This one, guys, this was it's a 24 ounce can. It's pretty fucking big. And it was a dollar forty-nine. So I know it's gonna taste awful. So it's what the bums drink. It's cheap. It's what bums drinks. It's cheap. So here we go. Oh, fuck. One to ten. Fuck, dude, like a 3.3. Hey, it could be worse. So technically that thing's equivalent to four beers. Yeah. You can drink four beers within the width of this podcast recording. All right. If I can finish this. I mean, it's just like almost like – it's not horrible. I mean, I've had Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020 is definitely worse than this. But it's like watermelon-flavored shitty beer. Like, it's what it tastes like. Yeah. I mean, I've never had one. I don't plan on buying it. That's not my drink of choice. Yeah. So, um, anyway. I'll be sipping my Michelob Ultra while you drink that shit water for being a shitty better. Leading to that. However. We had our best weekend ever. 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 We uh, combined, went 11-4-1 with our new Degenerates, Di- Degenerates Digest format. 
Um, so hats off to us. I'm going to give ourselves a round of applause there because that's yeah. uh, well-deserved. Uh, Travis actually went six and two. Um, and I think you went three and one on both days, right? You went three and one on Sunday. Um, so six and two improving to a 38, 30 and three record on the year, which is fantastic. Myself, um, I've had probably the best weekend in recent memory. If not, maybe my best weekend ever since we started this podcast, I finished five, two and one. I was a perfect four and oh on NFL Sunday. Um, and I'm now starting to get back up to that. Remember, I said I wanted to get back up to 500 before the end of the football season. That helped me out a lot. Um, brought my record up to 30, 38, and 4 on the year. So um, only eight games below 500. Hopefully I can get there. So we're going to continue on with this, with this Degenerates Digest format because um, I think it's just – it's easier that way. Travis and I don't always pick the same games. Um, we're able to look at the spreads um, and see what we like. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, since we both did really well, um, I definitely like it. I like it a lot. This this week is going to be a little tough. Um, there's some – the NFL's lines are, are shit this weekend. We'll get to it. But oh, my God. Nah, they're not good. But, yeah, no punishment <laughs> for me. I said if if what, I – You said if you, if you had, like, a couple bad weeks in a row, you'd have one. So um, – I'll still stick to it. If I have two – Weeks in a row where I only get three games right, then I'll do a punishment. But that's fair. But you bounce back to be going six and two. So, yeah. um, with that being said, we are going to roll into our first and ten segment. Um, it's going to last ten minutes this week. Got a couple different topics for you. Um, so here we go. First and ten from the forty-five yard line. All right, here we go into our first and ten. We're going to keep it. Keep it to 10 minutes. Um, we got our first part of the segment. We're going to have so to celebrate opening tip-off tonight for NCAA basketball. A few games have finished. Um, we are going to give you our way too early Final Four predictions as well as our championship winners. Um, and I guess we can just kind of bounce back and forth. I'll give you a Final Four team. You give me one. Um, so you go ahead and give me your first one. Um, yeah, I'm my first one. It, it, it's pretty straightforward. First of all, just want to let everyone know. I texted my guy Billy Haig, our, our good friend of ours, because um, he is our he is my one of my friends who knows the most about college basketball, and asked him to give me his final four teams. Haven't heard back from him yet. Actually, literally just texted me back just now. Um, so anyway, my my first final four team is pretty pretty clear. I'm pretty sure Travis can have this one too. Uh, it's Duke. Uh, Zion Williamson is like the best player in basketball, the most athletically freak person that I've ever seen probably step on a basketball court the way he can move and at like what is he like 260 it's something crazy he is 6'7 285 absolute unit Jesus Christ he can play in tight end in the NFL I said in my notes he can be a fucking defensive end yeah yeah so he's he's gonna win the wooden award for the college basketball's best player um and I just think there's no way that he's not that Duke's not gonna go to the final four with him yeah um that's my first team too. I hate to see it. Not a giant Duke fan. They're just good every every year. They got Duke versus Kentucky tonight. Should be a good game. Comes on in about fifteen minutes. Um, they lost. Duke lost all starting five, but they still look unstoppable. Like you got Zion Williamson, who's huge. He's incredible. I hope he does well. I, I mean, he look, he's just gonna be fun to watch for sure. He'll take the pain away from Duke 
watching him. They got four of the top 17 players coming out of the high school this year, and they got the best recruiting class. So, yeah. All right, going on to my next one. Um, again, it pains me to say this as well. Uh, it's KU um, as my next Final Four team. Um, last time I last I checked, they were beating um, Michigan State because um, they're playing Michigan State tonight, who's also supposed to be a pretty good team. Team I consider for my Final Four. Um, I think they use that FBI investigation they have and, you know, potential future sanctions that might be handed down to them as kind of a rallying point for the team. Um, and they make it to the Final Four. And I actually think – I read an article. I think Bill Self's going to leave Kansas after this year and head his, make his way to the NBA. Um, but I have KU as, as my second Final Four team, unfortunately. All right. I'll kind of follow you with that one. They, I had them in as well. So I'll say Kansas. Hate to pick them again, but it always happens. I feel like not only do they always make the tournament, but they have the easy, the easiest road to the Final Four. I don't know if Bill Self's just blowing off the people that make the matchups, but I feel like they have a very easy road. They almost always have home court advantage. I feel like they play in Wichita, Kansas City all the time. Um, it's bound to happen. They have that seven-foot center guy down low. They have a good team. Um, so, yeah, they're gonna, they'll probably make it there as well. For sure. My next two you may not have. I think they're kind of like not dark horses, but team, teams that aren't going to be popular. My third one is Oregon. Um, I think they're going to win the Pac-12, uh, both the regular season and the tournament, um, and they're coming to hot. They have uh, Bull Bull, which is Manute Bull's son. <laughs> on the team. I know it's fucking stupid to say, but they have Bull Bull. Oh, man, I know. He's seven foot two. He can shoot. He can, like, literally do everything. It's pretty impressive if you haven't seen him play yet. Um, he's a threat all over the floor. So I think they uh, finally make a Final Four after being a, right on the cusp, you know, for, for the last, like, three or four years. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're ranked pretty high to start the season. They got a, they had a really good draft class or recruiting class too. So yeah, um, something to watch out for. I can't believe he can actually shoot the three as well. Yeah. Uh, my third one is not going to come up surprise to you is Kentucky. They're always there. They returned that P.J. Washington kid. They also – added a grad transfer um, from Stanford. His name's Reed Travis, has the best last name I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of grad transfers, especially after last year watching Cassius Robertson from Mizzou. So apparently this dude's a double-double machine. He's going to add to their top three recruiting class, and I think that they just they kind of find their way in their top their final four as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I was kicking that around. I just don't want to uh, pick too many blue bloods to make it to final four. Um, yeah. Anyway, my fourth one is is my is my dark horse team because I feel like the last like four to five years has always been a team that you don't expect to make it there. I swear um, to God, it's 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 Nevada. Okay, um, Nevada's Nevada. my Nevada. My wow. my final four dark horse team. Now listen, to this man they they probably would have went there last year, but they lost to Loyola Chicago um, in their corner of the bracket. So if they would have beat them, they probably more than likely would have made it. Their downfall last year was their defense. They picked up a few key pieces. They had a few grad transfers, like you just said, um, that came in and are going to add to that and help them a little bit better. Uh, help them because they they had a like a sub one hundred defense last year. Um, so they're looking to improve that if they can. I think they're gonna they're gonna be better. Um, and they're ranked seventh right now in uh, the rank in the I think it was the AP or the college coaches poll um, to start the year. So they're they're. They have a lot of high expectations, but I think they'll be my dark horse team and make the final four. So, um, yeah. 
Are they ranked to start the year? Yeah, seventh. Seventh, okay. Yeah. So I have an even bigger dark horse. They're ranked way lower. I think in the 20s, I'm not even sure. Uh, my dark horse is LSU. Okay. They had that Tremont Waters kid um, who I think is just coming off a good year. I think he's really good. Um, they had the fourth best recruiting class. They had two five-star power forwards and a four-star combo guard to add to their also four returning starters that were there last year um, who were all four-star recruits in their respective classes. It's a long shot, but I think they can make a run if they add their talent together and make it in. Um, they have a good corner of the bracket. I think they could probably make a run. Cool. I like that. I like that a lot. So yours was Duke, KU, Kentucky, and LSU. So you have two SEC teams making the Final Four. I do. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, mine was Duke, KU, Oregon, Nevada, um, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12, and I, Mount, I think Mountain West, I think. But It's a um, long shot. I think out of, th- out of the eight that we've given, I think that three of them will be – should be spot on. Yeah, I mean, you always got to assume Duke and K is going to make it there as much as it pains us to say it. Um, yeah, so kind of going off that, we were going to wrap up. We have about, you know, three three minutes left of the first and ten by running down the college football rankings that are supposed to come out tonight. But for some reason tonight they push it back to 8 o'clock and the show's going on right now. It's 8.20. Um, so, I mean, the rankings are going to shake up, you know, obviously with mm-hmm. LSU losing to Bama. Um, significantly, uh, Bama just solidified themselves at number one. So obviously, Clemson's going to be two. Um, Notre Dame's probably going to be three, and then you would assume that um, Georgia might even be four after they put it put a beat down on, on Kentucky. No, Michigan spanked um, whoever they played. It's like forty-two to seven. Who they play? Uh, Michigan played Penn State. You're right. You're right. They'll be four. They'll be four. So we expect it to be when it comes out. Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan. Georgia will be right there at five with the potential to get in if anything happens. Yep. Um, Especially because they have Auburn, UMass, and Georgia Tech left. I still just think Georgia's in a bad spot because they're going to play Bama. Now it's for sure it's set in stone. The the SEC championship game is set. It's Bama and – Unless Bama loses, which they're not. But it's going to be Bama and Georgia. No matter what, Georgia has to win the SEC championship to get in the playoff. I think so, too. And it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I I think it's going to be exactly what it is. I think it's going to be Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan. Yep, I think so, too. I think Michigan is going to sweep in there. So, obviously, by the time you guys listen to this podcast, the rankings will be out. Um, so we weren't able to like give you a live reaction. We wanted to, but for some reason they pushed it back. Um, we may get to talk about them next week, but um, cause we're recording our podcast a little later than usual next week. We'll talk about that on the outro. So that kind of wraps up our first and 10. Um, you know, we just wanted to chat about the college basketball. Obviously we never know what's going to happen. It, it's, it's a constant changing sport. It's going to be different. By the way, our, my uh, friend, Billy, our friend, Billy said, that he would, if Zion's supposed to be as good as he's supposed to be, then he 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 would pick Duke to win it all. Oh, we we didn't pick our winners for college basketball. Our winners? Oh, I had, um, I had Duke. I had Duke winning. So and so did Billy. Um, so, so we, the the consensus is Duke. We'll obviously reevaluate it come maybe January, February, probably more like February or March, right before the tournament starts. We'll have a big March Madness uh, episode, but that's our first and ten. We're going to roll into, into DeGeneres Digest now. Young fella, an extra, extra. Read all about it. Life story of flavor.
All righty, we're going to roll right into our Degenerates Digest, keeping with the same format we did last week. And Cyrus, I just want to let you know, with every fucking sip I take of this thing, it gets more and more putrid. Um, Travis is like watching me like wince every time I take a drink. I'm maybe halfway through it. I'm just trying to power through. Um, <laughs> but it's finish it. Finish it now. Uh, I, I can't throw up, man. I have to work tomorrow. Um, anyway, we're going to roll with the same format of the Degenerous Digest. We'll do four college games, four NFL games. Um, we'll rank them our most confident from four to one with our one being our lock of the week. So I'll let Travis go ahead and kick it off first. What is your number fourth ranked college game for the week? All right, before I dive in, I'm just going to say this honestly <clears> – <throat> Could be one of my could be my worst week that I've ever had. I don't feel comfortable any of these picks. They're all in the air, but I'm just gonna roll right into it. My number four. <clears throat> I just I I just want to jump in there real quick. I feel you. Like I spent maybe 30 minutes like trying to figure out what I was gonna do for my probably almost closer to 40 minutes trying to figure out what I was gonna do yeah. with my college picks. My NFL picks were like that. I did those in like 10 10 15. I I mean I didn't like any of them. I had to pick what I had. Um, for NFL as well, but for my college ones, we'll see. Sometimes the best the best weeks are ones you aren't even certain about. Yeah. So, uh, my number fourth ranked confidence, I might have a TCU at West Virginia. That over-under is 56. I love taking over-unders when they're kind of low like this for Big 12 matchups. West Virginia averages 40 points a game. Their defense has been pretty solid all year except for last week, so that's what kind of made put me on my hinges a little bit. But Will Greer's trying to make a statement for his Heisman run, so I think they hang at least 45, maybe 50 on him, making TCU have to only score a touchdown to uh, cover that or hit that over. So give me the over on 56 there. Nice. Spoiler alert, I have a different Big 12 matchup with an over-under later on in my picks. But my number four um, – in the AP rankings, they were number 10. Who knows what they're going to be in the, in the playoff rankings as we're doing this. I have Washington State at Colorado. Now, I actually flip-flopped this pick. I originally had Colorado covering the spread, but now I'm actually going to take Washington State at minus 6.5. Um, Travis and I have been high on Colorado all year long. However, they've lost four in a row. They're not playing that well. Washington State has played in a lot of close games, which almost made me want to pick them. Um, because you know they've their best their their best win was Oregon. They beat them by fourteen, and they beat Oregon State by nineteen. But other than that, they beat Utah by four, Stanford by three, Cal by six. Um, but like I said, Colorado's losing four in a row, uh, and Washington State is eight and one against the spread, eight and one. So kind of hard to pick yeah. against them. They need a big win, I think, to convince the committee that they deserve a shot. Because on the off chance one of those top four teams do, does lose. They're going to need every convincing one possible. So I think they come out and they roll them. Um, so I'm going to take Washington State on the road at Colorado um, at minus six and a half. I like it. Um, I do love Colorado, but they're just looking like shit. And you said six points. That's not a lot. So yeah. Six and a half, but still. Yeah. Either way. All right. My, uh, my third – Third confidence rank here. I have Mississippi State at Bama. I don't know why I keep doing this myself, but Bama is a 25-point favorite. Mississippi State is only 6-3. and three. I had them in my playoff at the start of the year because they looked really strong. That obviously isn't going to happen, but I still like them. Uh, lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. They allow 12 points per game and 276 yards of off, of, of offense, which is less than Bama allows. So that's saying something that their defense is better than Bama's. I'm not saying they're going to win by any means or if it's going to be that close. But I think Nick Fitzgerald can put up some points while limiting Bama's offense to, you know, less than what they've scored in previous games. They're both 6-3 and three against the spread. I think it's going to be a close one as far as the spread's concerned, not the game. But give me Mississippi State plus 25. I have the same game for my number three, the opposite pick. Really? Um, yeah. I just think it's, man, the way Bama's playing right now, like they – The defense like, is so good. Every Nick Saban – whose defense? Mississippi State's. Yeah, man, they haven't played fucking Tua in, in Alabama's offense. I just think Alabama's hitting that point in the season right now where they're going to be rolling on every team. Um, they just dismantled the number three team in the country on the road by 30-plus points. Um, and they're playing at home. This is at home, mind you. This it's is 29 nothing. This is 30 cents for 30 points. This is, in <laughs> this is in Tuscaloosa. And they played an incompetent quarterback last week. LSU did not have a good quarterback. And newsflash, I don't think Nick, Nick Fitzgerald is all that great. Um, I think he's an average quarterback at best. Um, and it's at home. So give me Alabama minus 25 all day. They're just going to kind of shut him down and all run right. the score on him. There we see there's a game. That's, I think that's one of the first times that's happened. We have a game. Opposite lines. All right. Yep. Um, moving into the second, I have Kentucky at Tennessee. Kentucky is six-point favorites. Um, Kentucky is coming off an ass-whooping that they deserved against Georgia. Took them off their high horse that they had. Um, but I don't think in any way, shape, or form they're going to allow a close game to this 4-5 and five Tennessee team. Uh, they're not going to let their season go down the shitter like that. And I think they're still competing for a pretty damn good bowl game. Um, Tennessee is allowing more points than they've scored all year as an SEC team. That's just unacceptable. And Kentucky has a good D. I've mentioned that before. I'm going to take Kentucky minus six. I looked at that spread, thought about it. Not in my four, but I like it. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go uh, Clemson. It'll probably be number two Clemson. And in the coaches poll, Boston College is number 17. Um, I don't know what they're going to be in the playoff rankings, but – they are 20-and-a-half-point underdogs. So I'm taking Boston College at plus 20-and-a-half at home. I feel like the spread is very skewed because of Clemson's huge win last week against a shitty, a shitty Louisville team. Um, BC isn't bad, and they're 7-and-1 against the spread this year. So, I mean, there's reason to believe, and you said, Travis, 
this is a game you thought that could, that Clemson might even lose. Um, I did. Yeah, I said that in the last episode. You said that last week. You said that last week that Clemson might even lose this game. I'm not not necessarily going to say they're going to lose, but there's no way they're going to beat Boston College at home, you know, by 21-plus points. You know, this is probably Boston College's biggest football game since Matt Ryan played there. Um, and they're going to come ready to show up to play. So I'm going to have Boston College at plus 20-and-a-half. I, I said last week that Clemson loses and drops out of the playoff. I said they lose the BC. It's in my notes. I don't know what I was thinking. And thinking back on it now after watching that game against Louisville, I don't know if it happens. But I'll stick to my word. I'd like to root against uh, Clemson. So I mean, still, uh, even, so, even though it's going to be a closer game than, 21 point, than 20 points. Yeah. I hope so. <clears throat> All right, what's, what do you have as your lock of the week for college then? Man, after picking those three, it was really hard to find a lock of the week, but this is the one that I probably feel pretty confident about. I have LSU at Arkansas. Uh, LSU is 14-point favorites. Again, they're also coming off an ass-whooping to Bama, playing an even worse team in Arkansas. They're terrible. They're 2-7. and seven. I don't think it's going to be a close one from the start. Um, LSU is probably going to be up by 28 points at one point in this game. So just locking in LSU minus 14. <laughs> yeah, I like that spread too. Um, again, I almost threw that in my top four, but again, it's not – I told you guys earlier after Travis gave his over for a Big 12 game, my lock of the week is an over in a Big 12 game. It's Baylor at Iowa State. Listen to this one, man. It's, it's 51 is the over-under. So I'm going to take the over of 51 in Baylor at Iowa State. Iowa State puts up 27 points a game, allows 22. Baylor puts up 31 and allows 34. So, I mean, do the math. It's going to be right around that. When's the last time you've seen a Big 12 game that was under 50 points? That's I was, what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, Iowa State's ranked. Um, Baylor's not bad. I think they're like five and four. So, I mean, it's going to – I think they're going to score, going to put up points. So, my lock of the week is an over-under, um, over in Baylor at Iowa State, and that is 51. So, hammer that, um, take it to the bank, and uh, beat your bookie there. So, I like that a lot. I don't know how I missed that, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's roll on into our NFL picks. Here we go. We're picking four of our top again. Uh, what do you got for your number four? I guess that would be. Yeah, my number four um, for the NFL. Uh, it's a it's a money line money line game. I'm going Jaguars at Colts. I'm taking the Jags money line at plus one twenty five. Uh, um, the Jags are coming off a of bye week. The Colts aren't great. Um, I think Jacksonville, you know, had 14 days of prayer for this game or 13, however you want to look at it. Um, and they get, the, they get a W, and they'll keep them themselves in that AFC South discussion for at least another week with Houston being on a bye. Um, I just – I don't see the Jaguars losing to the Colts, um, you know, really at all. So, I'm going to take the money line at plus 125. So, that's decent money if you want to you want to throw, throw some money down on it. Yeah, it's going to be – I don't know. It's going to be a tricky one. I think either Jacksonville wins or they they just come out flat. I don't know. They, yeah. They've been doing that a lot lately. So I looked at that. I thought about it. Couldn't go with it after how they've been playing. Um, my number four is Carolina at Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers are four-point favorites. Thursday night football, um, I think the Steelers' offense is too explosive for the Panthers to handle. Uh, they're averaging 424 yards a game. I don't think they can keep up with them in a primetime game in Pittsburgh. 
And looking back on it, Carolina almost let Tampa Bay back into the game last week when they were up 35-7. to They brought it back within 35-28. I mean, it just shows that their defense can be shaky at points. And with James Conner, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, I think they can cover that four-point spread. Also, Pittsburgh needs to keep winning to have their, I guess, division winning hopes in mind. And I don't think they have a problem doing it here. So, give me Pittsburgh minus four. I like it. I like it a lot. My number three, I'm going to roll right into it, is, a, is Saints at Bengals. Um, I'm going to do another over-under on you guys. I'm going to do over a 54. Um, I mean, it's just hard to pick unders in any game the Saints play. I feel like they put up 30. I mean, they hung, they hung 45 on the Rams last week. Um, I feel like they put up 30 every single game. Um, they have an explosive offense. Since he allows up a lot of run of yards on the ground, um, which is going to open up the play action for Drew Brees. Anytime you get Drew Brees a play action over the top to Michael Thomas, like we saw last week, it's going to be trouble. You know, and since he's offense isn't bad in their own right, um, and, you know, the New Orleans defense isn't fantastic, so I think they'll put up some points as well to kind of get that over at 54. So Saints at Bengals over 54. All right. My number three is the same game, New Orleans at Bengals. New Orleans is five-point favorite. Um, when we saw the Bengals defense back when we went to Cincinnati a few weekends ago and the Dolphins played there, they really didn't impress me. Um, so if New Orleans can hang 45 points on the Rams, I think they can beat the Bengals by scoring that many points and just staying ahead of them. They beat the Rams by 10. I think they can beat the Bengals by five easily. The Bengals don't have A.J. Green. I don't see it being a problem at all. Cincinnati's lost two of their last three coming off a bye. Could be rusty coming again coming in against one of the best teams in the league. Um, give me New Orleans minus five. Yep, yep. I, I looked at the spread. Um, I just thought the over was a good one too. So, yeah. Rolling into my second pick, um, we had the same game for number three. Second pick, I have the Falcons at the Browns. Um, and the Falcons are five-point favorites. And I'm going to take the Falcons at minus five. I think Atlanta is hitting their stride and finally becoming the team that I thought they would be before the season started. Um, you know, again, I had them winning the division. I had them maybe going to the Super Bowl and at least in the NFC Championship game. Um, so they're finally becoming that team. The Browns are a hot mess. They fired their coach. They have Greg Williams, Bounty Gate, um, coaching their fucking team <laughs> right now. And I just don't see them hanging with an Atlanta squad. Um, even though they hung with the Chiefs decently, but the Chiefs ended up pulling away at the end. I think that this game is going to be kind of like that. Um, where the Falcons end up winning by a couple of touchdowns. So um, give me the Falcons at minus five against the Browns. Here we have it. We have the same number two Falcons at Cleveland. Uh, minus five. I mean, both defenses are some of – they're both one of the worst defenses in the league. It's going to come down to offense, and Atlanta's offense is leaps and bounds better in Cleveland's. Atlanta's coming off three wins in a row. They've shown – like Jared said, they found their stride. They need to keep winning to get in the playoffs. And the Browns, I think they've come to a point in their season where they're like, all right, like we're not that good. Maybe we just need a better draft pick again. Uh, give me the Falcons minus five. Yeah, they're stuck in that, they're stuck in that perpetual uh, purgatory of, you know, having that hope at the beginning of the year and then finally realizing about halfway through, fuck it, we're just getting another good draft pick. So, yeah, um, I really like that. Yeah, rolling into my lock of the week, I'm – you might have the same one. I feel like it was pretty easy. It stood out to me right away. Um, Pats at Titans. 
Um, Pats are minus seven. Bastard. Is that yours too? It is mine. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's that's so easy. That's so easy. I mean, the Titans are not good at all. I mean, they 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 struggled with the Cowboys until the late end of the game. They're lucky to be four and four. The Dolphins beat them again. That was a weird game, but still, like the Titans aren't good. I mean, I feel like they're a mess on the defensive side of the ball. The Pats are right now like doing that thing they do every fucking year with Brady and Belichick. They're on a war path. They're they're tearing through the entire AFC, tearing through the entire league. They made Aaron Rodgers and the Green Packers look totally beatable, so much so that me and Travis have a semi of a hope that the Dolphins can beat the Packers on Sunday, which isn't going to happen. Um, but I think Brady's just going to pick them apart. They win by 14 probably. I was going to look at some alternate lines there but um, for you guys, but I forgot to do that. But I think Pat's minus seven at Tennessee um, is my lock of the week for sure. Yeah. Um, you said that they were struggling on defense. I mean, their offense isn't looking too pretty either. They turn the ball over a ton. I don't even really know who they have at this point as like a, a strength on their offense other than Corey Davis, who really isn't even that good. They're on a shorter week. They had that Monday night game. Um, I imagine James White and Josh Gordon are just going to have a, have a heyday. Um, so give me the Pats minus seven as well. All righty. I like it. I like it a lot. We had a couple of the same games. Um, but, again, you know, we like this new DeGeneres Digest format. It gives you guys a breadth of different picks across the league. I think we only had um, one similar one similar game in college football and one similar in the same pick in um, our NFL picks. So, again, we'll see, how we, we'll see how we do. We had a good week last week. We don't know if it was maybe beginner's luck. I mean, since we switched with the format. Um, but – Again, Cyrus, I fucking hate you right now because this shit is absolutely horrendous. Like, <laughs> watch me wince again every time he speaks. I'm like trying to finish it, but you know what? I don't even care if I end up dumping out the last half bit because or the last quarter of wow. it is a dollar fifty. But I'm gonna keep drinking it as we hit hit our outro. That is our show for the week. But we have some exciting news for you guys. Um, I kind of did this. Um, I kind of did some authoritarian. Is that right? You know, authoritative decision-making here, making the script. We're going to do our first giveaway. What's up? I think you just made that word up. I did, but whatever. (laughs) I'm drinking a fucking 8% steel reserve spiked watermelon because I was shitty at gambling two weeks ago. No no moss. Anyway, um, our very first giveaway, we're going to announce that. Um, Since it is the holiday season's approaching, you know, Black Friday's coming up in a couple of weeks. You know, you got that you got that boo thing you want to buy a Christmas present for or you need something for your parents for Christmas. We are going to be giving away, a to a lucky listener, a free $10 to bet on Bovada. Now, obviously, this is going to work a little differently. You know, if when the person wins, we'll have to work out the kinks and details. But essentially, I or Travis will, will act as your bookie. Um, and the way Bovada works is, you know, you can only withdraw the certain amount. So, Whoever wins, we'll talk about them with that then, but it's going to be $10 out of our pockets that we're giving to you listeners because you guys listen to us every week and you guys are loyal. We appreciate it. Um, Travis is going to link the details when we post the episode. Um, So obviously if you're listening to it already, you've already read it and you've probably already done it. Um, So just, you know, read through that post obviously and do what you need to do. Um, There's going to be rules that are going to be different from Facebook and Twitter. Um, So obviously you guys will already know because you've already read it, but, um, we will be announcing the winner on next week's episode, and we may even ask the winner since they're going to have a free $10 bet, $10 to bet with on Bovada. 
to ask them to submit their Degeneres Digest picks so we can have another featured guest try to beat our first one, Ethan, who did absolutely horrible. So <laughs> will not be hard. Sorry. Yeah, you can't, can't do worse than that. So, again, we're going to give away free uh, $10 to bet on Bavada, however you wish, however you please. Um, details will be in the post. Um, just follow those directions. We'll pick a winner before next week's episode and reach out to you guys. We'll, we'll figure out the details then. But we appreciate you guys listening to us on a weekly basis. Like I alluded to earlier in the podcast, we were usually – we not usually – we always record these on Tuesday nights. Um, next week, however, next Tuesday is my birthday. Um, I'm actually taking Monday and Tuesday off of work. So Travis and I will not be recording on Tuesday night because Tuesday is my actual birthday, the 13th. I'll be turning a old-ass 27 years old. Uh, I feel it with my fucking pulled muscle in my back from whatever the hell I did today. Um, so we're probably recording a little later, probably on Wednesday night. Um, and episode will be dropping like maybe late Wednesday, early Thursday. Um, so it's going to be coming a little later. So, but anyway, so all you guys know, we're going to be do, doing a giveaway episode will dropping later next week. Um, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, on Apple podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Also like us on uh, Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Travis, you got anything you want to drop there? No, just keep an eye out tomorrow afternoon or keep an eye out for that, uh, for that link and share it, like it, do whatever you can to get that free $10 bet and win yourself some money. Uh, especially if you're following our picks for the week, um, you know, throw that shit down and, and keep winning. Yep. Yep. And then, they, yeah. And like I said, we, uh, the winner will definitely get, get it, get picks from them to feature on the show as well. Uh, but that is it. You guys have a fantastic Wednesday. Hope you guys enjoyed the first night of college basketball. Because right now we're in a great time in sports. We got college basketball, we got NBA, we got NHL, we got college football, we got the NFL. All that shit's gonna be going on until the Super Bowl happens. So it's a fantastic time of the year. So enjoy it. Um, and we appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah, hope you guys like the new uh, the new branding logo and that be coming out with some stuff. So have a good weekend. Sure. Peace. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.